Scofflaws is a show about the history of crime, criminals, and the investigation thereof. There may be discussion of adult themes and generally icky stuff. Also, neither host is a legal professional, and this show does not contain any legal advice. Remember, crime doesn't pay. Unless you're really good at it. Welcome to the Scoff Laws, a history of law and disorder. My name is Sean, and joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Kate. Say hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. So how's your week been going, Kate? Uh, kind of crazy. I went home to Wisconsin and then came back, and I am leaving for North Carolina uh, in, like, six days. So, it's crazy. Bonkers. Yeah. It's nuts. Um... I bought a new TV. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, Walmart had some some super crazy deal where they had like a $600 TV on sale for like 200 bucks. Fuck. Yeah. It's 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 like the first like brand new TV we've ever bought. We've always done like Craigslist or hand-me-downs. <laughs> well, look at you being an adult. Yeah. Yeah, next thing you know, I'll I'll be filing my own tax returns and everything. I don't know anybody who does that. That's uh, that's something I always shouted at people up at fair, like when they didn't want to do any sort of black market nonsense. We'd yell at them for being fine, upstanding citizens and wager that they even pay their taxes. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about space law. Space law. The final yeah. frontier. Yeah. So, uh, the committee that ordained these laws with the UN was called the Committee on the Peaceful Uses of Outer Space. Um, and they developed international space law. Well, let's talk about these laws set by great men for great pioneers on the final frontier. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of shattering. We have five treaties and five principles that were set by this committee um, between the years of 1967 and 1996. That in of itself is the most sci-fi sounding bullshit you've ever said, Kate. <laughs> Um, so the first law, or excuse me, the first treaty, uh, is the Treaty on Principles Governing the Activities of States in the Exploration and Use of Outer Space, including the Moon and other celestial bodies. <laughs> it sounds like a Panic at the Disco song. Yeah, that does sound like a Panic at the Disco song after they've, like, run out of all their good ideas and they're just scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Uh, um, so basically, to give you some context, states, according to the UN, means countries. As opposed to states how we think of them as North Dakota. Yeah, that was weirdly specific. Uh, so the 
outer space, this is the first outer space treaty. And basically, it says that the exploration of outer space can only be used to benefit uh, mankind and other countries. We can't contaminate other celestial bodies. We can't, um, we can't basically use space for bad. We can only use it for the advancement of humankind. No bad uses of space, no evil space. So the two bits in this treaty that actually are like super interesting to me are the first one, which is uh, the moon and other celestial bodies shall be used exclusively for peaceful purposes. And astronauts shall be regarded as the envoys of mankind. The envoys of... So so there are diplomats to aliens. Basically. And basically what I'm gathering from this treaty and all the other treaties is that space is like the sea. No country is the soul. No one calls dibs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm... I'm debating in my head whether I should be making Gundam references or Star Trek references. I don't understand either of them. Oh, come on. You don't even understand, like, Kirk versus Picard? Nope. Oh, God. <laughs> For anyone who's who's playing at home, Picard all the way. Um. So, as a note for where I'm getting my sources... It's from the United Nations Office of Outer Space Affairs, which is called ANUSA. ANUSA! <laughs> There's some acronyms that you just have to say in a funny accent. And if you're following along at home, uh, September 14th was the first day of the first United Nations Conference on Space Law and Policy. So... After 22 years, I think there may be new laws coming about. Oh, God. So so all of our laws pertaining to space are, are older than my little sister. Yes. <laughs> They're younger than me, though. The, the youngest law is still younger than me. So I have... can be older than something for once. <laughs> So the second treaty um, for space law is the agreement on the rescue of astronauts, the return of astronauts, and the return of objects launched into outer space, which basically says if you find an astronaut, bring it back to where it came from. <laughs> like, like, they're, like they're a code in a middle school classroom. Yes. Whose astronaut is this? Oh, it's Timmy's astronaut. <laughs> yeah, basically, that and the equipment used has to go back to its country of origin. Um, it's so it that's super straightforward. The next one is the Convention on International Liability for Damage Caused by Space Objects. Whoever fucked it up has to pay for it. That's what that <laughs> one says. That reminds me of, I don't know if you ever watched the cartoon The Tick when you were little. It might be before my time. It might be a little bit before you. 
Uh, one of the plot points that comes up early in the series and runs through the rest of it is a supervillain carves their name into the moon with a giant laser. And that's like episode two, and it's there for the rest of the series. <laughs> um, That sounds like something from... What's it called? Where they're like, hey, what are we going to do today? It's oh, like Pinky this... and the Brain. No. Not the Take Over the World one. It's two kids who have an annoying sister and Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Trey can't stand Phineas and Ferb. I loved it. I was a little old for it, but I still loved it. It's it's the art style that gets her. She she doesn't like the fact that their heads are rough geometric shapes. <laughs> I think that's the charm of it for me. Yeah, I can see that. I, that's also kind of the reason she doesn't like Adventure Time, but... Ah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. The, the next law or treaty is the Convention on Registration of Objects Launched into Outer Space, which simply says, if you're going to do something in space, you have to talk to the UN first. Fair enough. We all got to um, share space. <laughs> um... We only have one space. You know, don't calculate in the infinite expanse of the universe at all. We've only got one space. <laughs> we only have one infinite void. And that is the most Night Valian thing we've said on this podcast. Yep, and probably will be the most Night Valian thing we'll ever say on this podcast. <laughs> so... The final treaty is the agreement governing the activities of states on the moon and other celestial bodies. And this one didn't... So this one is interesting because it was considered, uh, quote-unquote, considered and elaborated by the legal subcommittee from 1972 to 1979. So it was adopted in 1979, but it was not ratified until 1984, because Austria procrastinated. Damn you, Austria! So basically, uh, the moon and its natural resources are common heritage of mankind, um, and an international regime should be established to govern the exploitations of such resources when such exploitation is about to become feasible. End quote. So we all gotta ch we all gotta share the moon cheese. Exactly. Have you ever had the moon cheese, like, food product? It's actually really disgusting. I didn't know that was actually a thing. It is awful. The texture is terrible, and I hate it. I imagine. So, those are the treaties, and then we've got a set of five principles. Okay, so, so those are the laws. This is, like, the moral standing on the moon and space? Exactly. So, okay. It's a lot of words. Basically, you can't nationally appropriate any celestial bodies. Um, it's it's actually just reaffirming everything that we just talked about. I claim this asteroid in the name of Spain. <laughs> that is illegal. <laughs> I, I I have to imagine, given the time that these laws have been coming into into effect, that this was mostly just to make sure that. That the U.S. and Russia don't, like, 
go two balls out on their their space race. I feel like you're right, but we can't be sure. I mean, um, who? I mean, there wasn't any other one. There wasn't anyone else who was like space ready at that time. No, well, and this is 1963. Even was when the Declaration of Legal Principles came about. Um, so it really was only Russia and the United States. I think Canada was gearing up, and I think Germany wanted to, but they didn't have the money because they were two countries. Yep. Yep, plus we stole all of Germany's rocket science. Yes, we did. Um, So the second principle is the broadcasting principle, which says that Earth satellites and international television broadcasting has limitations uh in in space because this is when this was written it was in the 1980s so the rules were basically you can use it but use it wisely yeah don't don't make it like the end of wally where you have to punch through the satellite layer mhm now that was the beginning of wally i've never seen wally you would love it <laughs> i saw like the first five minutes. That's that's kind of the best part of it, where it looks like it's just a, like a Pixar short. Yeah. It's uh, it's got, it's got one of it's got one of those like that guy sort of guys in it. Um, I forget his name. Um, and I forget what else he's in, but he's that. Holy fuck! I'm gonna have to look this up now. Is he the guy that's in every Pixar? Um, no, I don't think he's been any in any other Pixar movies. Um, but he was in like I think American Pie, and I think he was in some of like the scary movie parodies. I've never seen American Pie, and I've only seen Scary Movie One and Two. And you're better off for it. <laughs> I had a really restrictive childhood growing up. <laughs> Uh, you're not missing. I, I promise you, you're not missing much. the The reason people remember American Pie is for two reasons. They're both like awful reasons to remember anything for. Mm. All right. So the third principle is the remote sensing principle, and basically, it's about looking at Earth from space. And using it for data collection. Again, do it responsibly. And it has to be approved by the UN. Basically, it's all the same with, like, do it responsibly. Has to be approved by the UN. And don't fuck it up. Exactly. Uh, Fred Willard is who I'm thinking of. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I could probably go through the movies, but I don't know if you've seen any of them. (laughs) Just being honest. Yeah, I know. This is how you know we've uh, been doing this for a little bit, because <laughs> you know that uh, enough about that with me. He was in Fifty Shades of Black? Gross. Fifty Shades of Black is a uh, parody. Ah. Oh, that's right. It's Fifty Shades. Uh, I, now I'm thinking of those books and movies, and now I just feel icky. Let's move on. 
let's move on to nuclear sources of power in outer space. So, basically, we this this came out in 1992, and it's not so much about getting nuclear power from space; it's about using nuclear power in space. Okay, so the UN had to stop Mr. Burns from his space nuclear reactor. Sort of. So, the idea is that you can use nuclear power to get to space in only certain instances. Okay, what instances? For nuclear reactors, they may operate on planetary missions, on interplanetary missions, in insufficiently high orbits, as defined in whichever paragraph, in low Earth orbits, if they are stored in sufficiently high orbits after operational part of their mission. Well, okay, so so just a principle to make sure that if one of those things goes critical that there's not nuclear fallout just spreading among the atmosphere. Yeah, so like you have normal space travel you still have to like notify reentry, but with nuclear power you have to also like be like, "Hey, I'm reentering the atmosphere, but also I've got a nuclear something. Um I'm operating on nuclear power." Okay, makes sense. Uh, so there's no nuclear fallout. And they have to name the country that they're launching and landing in, their, where their international designation is, the date and territory of their location, uh, general function of the spacecraft. General function? <laughs> and that's it. So it's like putting restrictions on using nuclear power. Which... Makes sense, because it's not, I mean, it, it's a tragedy when it happens, but it's not that uncommon for a spaceship to blow up when it's going up or going down. Mm-hmm. So this final resolution was adopted in 1996, and it's called the Declaration on International Cooperation in the Exploration and Use of Outer Space for the Benefit and in the interest of all states, taking into particular account the needs of developing countries. That literally took you half a minute to say. <laughs> so basically, it's a very, very short declaration, and it says we can't use space just for rich countries. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I get the the idea behind it, but it's kind of been the opposite of that. Yup. It's basically using space to foster international friendliness. Fair enough. Fair enough. And and keep and keep America and Russia from each other's throats. Exactly. I that's all I have for space law that has been declared by the UN. Right on. Right on. Um, I was going to say something, but I forgot it. Ha! <laughs> uh, so, have you seen... I'm, I was going to say, have you seen any sci-fi movies, but that sounds incredibly demeaning to you. 
Why is it demeaning to me? I don't know. I mean, it makes you sound super duper sheltered. I... Like, like we let Kate out of her capsule for this afternoon to record the podcast. <laughs> um, I have seen parts of the Star Wars series uh, up to episode five, actually. Okay. Yes, I'm talking about one, two, three, four, five. Because that's how I was introduced to them, and it made me hate the tr- the series for a long time. I, that's fair enough. That's that's more than fair. <laughs> um, do comic book movies count? <laughs> um, sure. Then I've seen X Men. I've seen I've seen uh, Thor and all the Marvel. Stuff. I've also seen and read The Watchmen, which is relevant. Yep. Yep, for, for very spoilery reasons, but I mean, how old is Watchmen at this point? Like, a- 20 years? Uh, It's on my bookshelf, but it's too far away for me to check. Well, any- anyway, <laughs> uh, if you want to skip the spoiler, just hit the, the skip 30 button, like, once. Um, Giant space squid that's not really from space. <laughs> Basically. And uh, the, the, I forgot his name. The dude that basically works with matter. Uh, I would have had all of them if you hadn't said that one. Like, I know who you're talking about, but I lost the name, too. <laughs> As it usually happens. Did you know that when... Uh, I think it was Alan Moore that wrote that. Yes. Uh, when he was originally, like, pitching the idea, he was going to use uh, characters from a comic book company that uh, DC had acquired, like, I think it was Charleston Comics. Huh. And uh, they gave him the uh, no-go on that, so he's like, fuck it, I'll just make vaguely referential characters based on them. Like, Rorschach was originally... Sp- go on. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said I think I knew that at one point, but I probably forgot. Yeah, I think, like, uh, Night Owl was based on, like, Blue Beetle or something. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Alright, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> if you had seen more sci-fi movies, we could talk about, like, aliens or some shit, but you haven't. No! I fully believe in extra extraterrestrial ex, extraterrestrial life. However, I think it is entirely likely that there are other planets that support life, just not in the way that we think. But if I make a joke about a giant chitinous penis head, you're not going to get the reference. Not at all. <laughs> Friends, Romans, countrymen, if you would want Kate to go watch the Alien franchise, please email us at scofflawspodcast at gmail.com. Uh oh. They're good, I promise. <laughs> At least the first two are. Uh... Um so I guess I just brought <laughs> us to the end here. Um yeah, you did. <laughs> uh follow us on Twitter at Scofflawscast or on Facebook at uh Scofflaws History of Law and Disorder. I am still going to update our Patreon page one of these days, I promise. <laughs> and uh yeah, that's uh, that's that stuff. Um, we uh, 
we're working on stuff all the time to give you more content. For sure that we are. And if you have any episode requests or fun stories or anything, email us, post it on Facebook. We would love to hear because our topics are starting to get a little, uh, our, our list is starting to get a little light. Yeah, no, I mean, we, uh, uh, we have a, we have a bit of a list going, but please, if you want to hear about something in particular, let us know. For sure. All right. So I have the, uh, the dumb law of the day pulled up here. And this, this one is from California. (laughs) It is unlawful to let a dog pursue a bear or bobcat at any time. I mean, that's a reasonable law. But who would be stupid enough to allow that? Uh, apparently for a while, the state of California, because previously there had been an exception to that for hunting. There's no exception to that anymore? No, they took that away. See, my brain immediately put the hunting exception in there. But also, I am from Wisconsin, so bear hunting is a real thing. My sister-in-law got a bear a couple of years ago, and it's one of the best photos ever. Man... They're they're just fuzzy tanks. Yeah, they are. I have cute little ears. <laughs> well, alright. I think that brings us to the end here. Um, this has been Scofflaw's History of Law and Disorder. Thank you all for listening. I'm Sean, and this has been my co-host, Kate. Say bye, Kate. Bye, Kate. Uh, so ah. the second, ah. sorry, my microphone ran away. That's fine. <laughs> I have to shoot the cat. Gilda, get out of here. <laughs> She's scratching at the water heater for some reason. <laughs> Dad, pay attention to me. Uh, plus, I mean, she doesn't even want the attention. She just wants to be annoying. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> I guess. Get out of here! Alright, whatever. I'll just edit around it. (laughs) I think we have our blooper for the end of the episode. Yeah, I think so. (laughs)